get ready to strap on your boots. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. Today's special guest for Startup Journey is Justin Goldston. He's a PhD professor of project and supply chain management at Penn State University. Justin, thank you so much for coming onto my podcast. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. No problem. I checked out your TED Talks. You have a lot to say about blockchain technology. Just so the, the people listening, they know exactly what blockchain technology is in about a minute or less. What is blockchain technology? So blockchain technology is, so people, people relate blockchain to Bitcoin, but I primarily look at blockchain from an industrial perspective, where, where blockchain is the underlying technology in which Bitcoin is, is built upon. And within the industry, blockchain will increase the transparency of transactions among businesses. So that's the area of blockchain in which I focus on. Cool. And so when you say blockchain technology, for someone who's never heard of it, what are the blocks in blockchain technology? So the blocks are essentially the transactions. So, so if I were to, if I were to, so if you look at Bitcoin, so if I perform a, a Bitcoin transaction, it's going to essentially create a block and that block has, and, and, and everyone, so uh, the, the blockchain network, if you will, is, is decentralized. So that means when a blockchain, when a, when a blockchain transaction is created, it has to reach consensus to say, to, so for everyone within that blockchain network to say, okay, this is valid. Okay, this is valid. Okay, this is valid. Okay, it checks out. Now, if anyone tries to tamper with that particular block, it's immediately identified. So that's why you hear people say that the blockchain's immutable and it can't be changed because if someone tries to change it, everyone sees it. All right. And that was actually one of my questions was, is it possible to modify the data once it is written in a block? And you're saying it's not. It's, it's not. And, but, but in some, it, it, it depends on what kind of blockchain you just created. Because so there's, is there an example of a blockchain that can be modified? So there's some blockchain, there's some blockchain uh, networks that have what we call oracles. So, so if everyone, if all of the actors within that blockchain network, you know, is, is aware of the Oracle and everyone says, okay, the Oracle can, yes, this particular transaction is corrupt, if you will, or for whatever reason, something's wrong with that block, that, with that particular block, then the Oracle can actually go in and, and make that and make that modification. Now, now these particular networks are, are small, if you will. It's not, it would be almost impossible for, for the Bitcoin blockchain to have an Oracle with all those transactions that are occurring in, in, a, in a particular, uh, in a particular uh, situation. And what type of records can be kept in a blockchain? Are, are there like restrictions for the type of record you can put in, in a blockchain? So there are, it depends on the industry. You know, so so you're going to have you're going to have some type you're going to have some kinds of industries where you may you may have some issues in in creating uh, uh, based on based on the type of like for for example healthcare, you know there there would be some issues in putting in putting you know healthcare transactions on the blockchain for example because of the HIPAA laws and things exactly, like that exactly. So how do you get um, around that? Well, <laughs> can you get around that? Regu so that's, 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 another, that's another discussion that we're currently having within the industry in that, you know, what are, what are, the, what are the 
you know, the ethical concerns in terms of blockchain, because we're having those discussions now with artificial intelligence. You know, what are the ethical concerns? What are the AI codes of conduct? What are the blockchain codes of conduct? You know, because, because these technologies are changing so quickly, they're evolving so quickly. There's not regulations in place for some of these transactions. There's not, there's not regulations in place for some of these, some of these, some of these use cases that are, that are arising. And, yeah, and I, I know some people who are terrified. You're saying that, that you're, you're talking about the social implications. I know people who are terrified of blockchain because they feel as though there are social limits because once you put something on a chain, it, it doesn't expire, right? So let's say you, right. you're, you're arrested and your criminal record is put on the blockchain. Now, you can delete it, but it's still in the previous blocks. So it's like there forever, right? So, I mean, what are the social implications? Are there limits? Yep. So, so and that's the thing with the with the blockchain that's immutable, it can't go away. And so, I'm I'm primarily in a, in the supply chain industry, and that's why some organizations are hesitant to join blockchains because they have so much to hide, you know, and and things like that. Well, that's not and, good. <laughs> and, but that's 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 the industry. Right. You no, know, and and I'm 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 having a put I'm having a push, especially in a supply chain industry, where it needs to be more transparent. You know, and and so we have I do a lot of the discussions on sustainability. You know, for and, and sustainability is a big thing within the, within the startup within the startup realm. You know, where you know we're sitting out all of these sustainability reports and things like that, but those sustainability reports aren't audited. You know, so if we blend, if we combine blockchain with the sustainability reports, now they're immutable. Yes, you have all these great reports, prove it. Put it on the blockchain. Now we can see if, 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 it's, if it's really valid or not. So you mentioned that they, they don't, maybe they don't trust it or they say that they're afraid to trust it. So why is blockchain so trustworthy? Is it secure and encrypted? Is it something that, you know, why are people hesitant to use it? I mean, what exactly, why is it so trustworthy? So it's, it, one, it's secure and it's encrypted. And the, 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 the beauty with blockchain is that the larger the blockchain becomes, the more secure it becomes. And, and what I mean by that is, is that because it's decentralized, it's, it's going to be very, 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 very difficult to hack. Because if you want to hack one of, these, one of these blocks, one of these networks, you have to hack every single person's node within that network. Which essentially is someone with a computer or a powerful ASIC yes. or whatnot who's a part of this network. And since we don't know those thousands of yes. people who are running those computers, how do you hack it, right? Exactly. So, it's uh, so encrypted, this, so you have no idea. So that's why it's so trustworthy. And so if I was a business owner, right, and, and you approached me and said, hey, you own a Fortune 500 company and, and you should use blockchain technology because of this, what, what would be those business benefits? So the the business so the way the way the mark the way the industry is going is that the power is 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 transferring to the Gen Zs and to the millennials and these Gen Zs and millennials are are researching the organizations in which they purchase from right so they want to know whether or not an organization is sustainable they want to know whether or not these organizations are contributing to 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 ethical practices they want to know if the organization is giving back to the community right so so they want to so these consumers want that transparency 
And if you are putting those transactions on the blockchain, if you're putting those, those, those transactions and those business partners that you deal with on the blockchain that's overseas that are notorious for unethical practices, like in China, Bangladesh, all of those, India, all of those countries, and they can see that, yes, they are indeed, they are indeed you know, uh, pra- having sustainable practices. Now those consumers are more, are more willing to, 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 to purchase your products because the companies who do that, the companies who are, who are, who are transparent, they're buying from those companies. They're buying from the Patagonias. They're buying from the Ikeas. They're buying from the Levi's. Interesting. Yeah, and it's funny because I, I had a question that was how can blockchain help the world? And it sounds like everything you just said is how blockchain can help the world. It, it basically gives accountability. Yes. To a lot of companies, which, you know, like you said, a lot of these millennials and Gen Z, they want to know that whoever they're buying from, it's a sustainable company who's free, you know, fair trade, whatnot, Mm -hmm. um, best practices type of thing. And the blockchain can help do that, it sounds like. So that kind of answers that question. Mm -hmm. Now, in order to use blockchain technology, are there requirements? There there aren't aren't requirements now. Let me back up. There, there, there are blockchain as a service uh, providers out there where it's essentially like a plug and play solution. Now you can create your own blockchain solution, but essentially you're reinventing the wheel. Now, some organizations out there are kind of that, that niche type organization. Um, I'm actually working, I'm actually working with two blockchain startups in the fashion industry, you know, where we're, we're tracking and tracing, you know, the, the raw materials, you know, in, 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 in the Caribbean, in, in overseas and things like that to demonstrate to say, hey, we have, we have ethical suppliers. We're getting our cotton from organic sources and things like that. Interesting. You know, to say, to say yes, you're, yes, you're paying, you're paying, you know, a, an, an increased price, but here's why. Right. Here's why, you know, we're not we're not greenwashing where some of these organizations are saying, oh, this is organic food. Oh, this is this is fair trade. Well, it's not really fair trade. They're just hopping on this sustainability bandwagon. We're just hopping on this green bandwagon. Right. But whenever they get caught. You know, that's where blockchain comes in. That's really interesting. I didn't think about it that way. And uh of course, you know, we, we talked about Bitcoin is kind mm-hmm. of synonymous with blockchain. Cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lives on, Bit, uh, on blockchain. So how does Bitcoin use blockchain in particular for people who don't know? So, so block, again, blockchain is that, is, that decentralized, is that decentralized network in which Bitcoin is built on. So you have all of these different nodes where that have to essentially approve that that transaction so it's consensus based what kind of transactions are, are you talking about so whenever you're perform whenever you're performing that that bitcoin that bitcoin transaction that's what i'm referring to when we talk about Bitcoin. So like buying selling trading transferring correct change to wallet wallet to so that kind of thing any kind of those has to correct go so each one of those different transactions has to be entered into a blockchain yes and that, and it's all all of that's trackable it's all trackable. That's interesting. And immutable. So it can't be leaded there forever. Right. So that's it. It's like a, it's like almost like a, like the constitution, you write it down, it's in the museum and then that's it. There is a constitution, right? You see it. Yes. That's interesting. Uh, so the other, the other day I had someone ask me a question that I really didn't have the answer to. And I'm curious to see if you, you do. And he said to me, 
I still don't quite understand why blockchain is necessary if businesses have been using databases for years, decades and whatnot. And, and, and he says, like, why, why should I use blockchain technology if I can just use a database? He's like, I don't see the difference between them and why do I need to use it? Why is it better? And, and I really, I was like, you know what? Then don't use it. But, you know, there's got to be an answer, right? Why is blockchain better than database? So what I would say, I would say most importantly is the transparency. It's a transparency with those end users, but I didn't, I didn't explain the transparency to the business partners. And another thing I didn't, I didn't discuss is, is the, the concept of what we refer to as smart contracts. So, so smart contracts are essentially self-executing contracts. And, and whenever I explain smart contracts to organizations, I say smart contracts kind of essentially get rid of, of my payment terms. So if I, if, 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 if you're my vendor and we, we reach an agreement to say, okay, we're creating a smart contract for a hundred thousand dollars. Whenever I need, whenever I need materials, it just, it just triggers that smart contract. And just like that, I cut my PO, you get paid. Right now, now I talked about smart contracts just last year on my Ted talks and smart contracts are almost becoming obsolete because now we have intelligent contracts where intelligent contracts essentially will, 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 will automate this entire process where we're using this, this uh, internet of things and, and industry 4.0 and things like that, where I can, I can hook up a sensor in my manufacturing facility. And once, and what, let's just say that hypothetically I'm, I'm, I'm using milk, milk's my raw material. Once I fall below that particular sensor, that sensor triggers my ERP system. Because I have that smart contractor blockchain uh, integrated with my ERP system, it cuts that PO automatically, and then it, automa- then it automatically pays you. Something important about that, too, is that it just completely eliminates the need for, like, the mountain of paperwork that usually comes along with these transactions, right? Because it's all embedded. Mm-hmm. Uh, the financial piece paying, you know, paying the seller and the buyer submitting the money in escrow, um, yeah. the paperwork involved. I mean, it just eliminates all that, right? So this is like a huge li- uh, weight lifted off of people's shoulders too, right? In terms of, uh, yeah. So and it, and it eliminates the errors as well. I mean, just think, just think if I'm using, if, if, if I'm, uh, if, if I have someone like, let's just say Tesla, let's just say like screws for Tesla. I don't know. Work with me here. <laughs> let's just let's just say Tesla. All the gigafactories that that Tesla is gonna gonna have in the next couple of years, right? And and they have intelligent contracts, and and they have it based on weight. So once it falls below a certain weight, that smart contract automatically executes, and now that that screw manufacturer for Tesla automatically gets paid. That PO automatically gets transacted. Wow. That's amazing. That would be such a huge, you, you just eliminated a lot of jobs there <laughs> because, of the, because, you know, the guy's got to write the PO, the other guy's got to check the inventory, the other guy's got to do this and the other guy's got to do that. And now you're saying, no, oh, it's all done automatically. That's, I mean, it's incredible, right? It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's great. And, and, you, and you bring up a good point too. That's the next frontier, right? Is, is, you know, AI and intelligent systems and whatnot. Humans went from shells to metals Mm-hmm. Metals to debt, debt to crypto, and now crypto to what? It's I would say 
I would say we're still we're still in the early stages of crypto. We're still in the early stages of AI. We still don't know what the full capability of these of these solutions are. You know, I feel I still think we're I still think we're years away from fully understanding it from a, from an industry perspective, right? I'm dealing I deal primarily with the industry. Now, now I would say that I would say that I would say that AI kind of has kind of taken over within the last couple of years and and blockchain blockchain was the next biggest thing was the next was the, was the next thing smoking a couple of years ago in, in, in from an industry perspective right just take right. take take bitcoin out of it now 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 a lot of organizations are adopting ai and i would say that once you have this wide adoption of artificial intelligence now we're going to get that integration of artificial intelligence with the blockchain and i think that that's going to be a massive game changer now, I do want to say that I speak at a lot of conferences uh, globally in terms of blockchain, in terms of artificial intelligence. And then one thing I do want to, to say is that when I say AI, I say augmented intelligence. We are not, we are not in the artificial intelligence where, where, where these systems, these machines are going to make the decisions on their own. They are going to assist in our decision making. They are going to make those those employees' jobs easier. They're going to create new new opportunities for those employees. Uh, perfect example. I I, um, I was on a panel discussion with a with a vice president of a insurance company where they insure. So they would they would have people walk on the roofs of Home Depots, Lowe's, Walmart's, and and things like that. But they said that. With the adoption of drones and artificial intelligence, those guys who are walking on the roof, they're flying drones now. They're drone pilots. They're almost getting they're getting paid almost double. We didn't fire a single person, and we had to pay them more because drone pilots are in high demand right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, True. so so I think it is 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 creating create more is creating more additional opportunities. Now I do I do say I deal with a lot with manufacturers and distributors, and I do say that yes, you're going to have resistance, but those who are resisting, yes, they yes they they may get replaced, right? But but a lot of manufacturers that I deal with, those people who who have spent their entire careers on the manufacturing floor, they're reaching retirement age. And these and these manufacturing industry and, and small small I deal with small and medium manufacturers and distributors, right? I'm not I'm not talking about Amazon. I'm so 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 for these you know these small and medium manufacturers and distributors, they're having a tough time finding finding employees. So they have to depend on this automation. They have to depend on on things like this, like these intelligent contracts to do these 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 automatic automatic transactions. You know, so that's where the future is going. As you can see, there's this huge bull market right now. A lot of um, massive, ma- massive bull market. We're at $28,000 today per Bitcoin. And there's a liquidity crisis, right? There's not enough Bitcoin to go around anymore like there used to be because the supply is not really, it's dwindling and the, the demand is really high. Um, do you see this liquidity crisis and the effect on its price being an issue? Do you see, uh, you know, what do you think the future, the next, you know, five years or next year? Uh, in terms of what's happening in the market because of, you know, investors really jumping in hard now and everyone's finally kind of embracing, um, you know, the hedge against inflation and the store value and all that. So what are your thoughts on the whole liquidity crisis? 
I think that I think that the price of Bitcoin is going to go higher because it's it's becoming it's becoming more accepted and it's 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 becoming easier for everyone to 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 join in this in the in this in this game we're 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 in right now. I mean, I just I just got an email to say I could I could buy Bitcoin on PayPal. Yeah, that's I was like big, what? Three hundred fifty million people can buy it on PayPal now. Yeah, that's that was, a game changer. Yeah, it's huge. And I feel that's going to drive the price up. And I don't I don't I don't see. Yeah, I know. I well, just put it this way. I've been, I've been, I've been actually doing some more investments in Bitcoin within the last couple of weeks. So, so I think that I think that the price, I think the price is going to go up on on Bitcoin. And again, that's that's something that that I mean, I think I mean even even all of even all of the even all the investors is are 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 investing in it right now. Yeah. You know, so I think I think it's going to go up. I'm very I'm very bullish on. You're very um, bullish. I am very too. bullish on 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 crypto right now. But, you know, there's a lot of bears out there. and There's also a lot of haters, right? People who just don't quite get Bitcoin or crypto or blockchain and they're more stock minded, you know, Wall Street brokers, people who are just very traditional. And they say, oh, it's a scam. It's a Ponzi. It's a Ponzi scheme. Bitcoin's going to go to zero one day and you're going to be left holding the bag. And, and, and that's a real question. Do you think Bitcoin will ever actually go down to zero? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because so so we're here we're here in the U.S. and and the U.S. is always the last to adopt things like this. You know, Bitcoin or uh, blockchain had so from an industry perspective, you know, Australia, uh, Europe, they've been integrating blockchain within the industry for years, and we're just now talking about it in the U.S. You know, those, those there, there's investors, there's investors overseas that's been investing in Bitcoin for years. And now, and if you think about it, it's now just gotten big in the U.S. I mean, wide adoption in the U.S. just last two years, yeah. right? We're late. We're late to the game. We're late to the game. You know, so I don't, I don't think it's going to go, I don't think it's going to go to zero. Um, <laughs> so I, let, 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 let the haters hate. I'll just get rich. i'm right there with you man and speaking of getting rich let's say uh you know you're a business owner right and for example i got a buddy in new york who owns a pizza shop right he makes Mm -hmm. these really artisanal pizzas like super nice fancy ones say he wants to make pizzas freeze them ship them and and have it all working on a blockchain and Mm -hmm. and take smart contracts and all that like how, how would that work how would you do that so, so they have, they have things again, they, there's, there's block, there's blockchain as a service solutions out there. And there's also blockchain, what they, what they call blockchain forks, where you can kind of fork off of, of a, of a certain, of a certain blockchain. Um, but, but the, but the. So but he can, the, he can do like a pizza chain, like a pizza coin. And then like, mm-hmm. and, ha- and how would the transactions work exactly? So, so I, I was like, so in, in food and food and beverage, it would be more of a smart contract where I would, I would, I would, I would say I would be contracted with for $50,000, if you will. Right. And, and that's how those transactions would perform. Now, now when I talk about blockchain, the smart, the transactions, like the financial transactions are going to be done on, 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 on with a smart contract. They're tracking and tracing. 
is going to be on the blockchain where I can track every, I can track where that raw, where those raw materials come from. So let's say that if he has like vegan, you know, vegan, you know, uh, 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 ingredients on the pizza. I keep you know, telling him to make those, man. I keep telling him to make me some plant-based huge. stuff. It's huge. <laughs> uh, pizza Hut's doing it right now. Yeah, well, he needs to start doing it for me. <laughs> yeah, pizza, pizza Hut's doing it for, with, with, with Beyond Meat. You know, so, okay. so he could track and trace to say, yes, this is, this is truly vegan. You're like, forget what all these other guys in, in New York saying, this is vegan. It's on the blockchain. You go on my website and you can track and trace where all my raw materials are coming from. See, that's the game changer for mm. some of these organizations. And, and so, so that, and that's huge for like the, uh, for like uh, diamonds. So you're able to track and trace, you know, that these aren't conflict, conflict diamonds and things like that. So they, they do that a lot. Uh, it's uh, all of uh, Louis Vuitton, all of those, all, all of those high end apparel uh, um, uh, uh, organizations are putting, putting those transactions on the blockchain because of, because of counterfeiting and things like that. Um, blockchain is big. It's big in the uh, aerospace industry. Uh, so, so in the aerospace industry, because, any kind of engineering change, you know, has to be hand delivered to these manufacturers, or you have to get, you have to hand deliver this, the, the, a, a USB file where you go on this back room and, and, and plug it in and update the transactions. If this is encrypted, if it's on the blockchain, that, that gets rid of that, that saves, that saves our tax dollars, taxpayer dollars. Right. Right. Just by putting it on the blockchain. So, so a lot of uh, there's, there have been, there have been some, um, some discussions with the, with the federal government on putting some of those transactions on the blockchain. Yeah. And I've been here, that's the kickback I've been hearing from people who are worried about more privacy concerns. We've already given up um, our privacy to Google and Facebook and, and everybody else out there. Like we are now the product, right? Our data is the product. Yeah. And, and so doesn't, doesn't blockchain kind of infringe further on people's privacy and make it even worse for people who are afraid about their privacy or does it help us? So, so, and that's another thing where we have to, we have to talk about, we have to talk about what work with the government to understand, you know, what are the regulations with these, with these types of technologies. Um, I know that, I know that the, the UK or yeah, the EU has has uh, created new new regulations in terms of in terms of personal privacy uh, transactions and things like that, where you have to where you have to opt in, you know, to 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 sharing that information and things like that. Uh, there's an organization in China, yeah, in China called Tencent. Tencent in China is even bigger than Facebook. Yeah, it's huge. And Google, it's massive, you know. So. So, um, yeah, so I think that we, there's, there's a lot of unanswered questions there. There's a lot of unanswered questions there. And it's, 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 it's questions I can't answer at this time, at this given point in time. But that's one thing that that's been, especially with, especially with artificial intelligence, that's a big topic of discussion in the industry. Yeah, I think we're all curious to find out where blockchain is going, artificial intelligence is going. I mean, eventually, hopefully within our lifetimes, we'll witness the singularity which is going to be, you know, a complete explosion in, in, in things to come. And uh, I guess we'll find out what happens. Hopefully we'll get to see it. Right. Absolutely. While we're still getting rich. While we're, yeah, while we're still, hopefully one day we'll just scan our wrists with a little chip that has Bitcoin in it (laughs) (laughs) to pay for things. Well, Well, I know, I know, I, you know what you, you laugh, but 
We're gonna be there. I don't know. We're gonna, we're gonna be there. I don't know. Or just look look in my eye and scan my eye yeah, and I, my Bitcoin. That, yeah, <laughs> one of these days. Awesome, Justin. This has been highly informative. I think a lot of people are gonna really get some some gems out of this interview, and um, I look forward to seeing some feedback from people and hearing what they have to say about what uh, what, what your thoughts are on blockchain and and crypto and uh, things to come in the future. Thanks again yeah. for coming. Thank, yep. Yeah, thanks for opportunity. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for listening. If you learned something in today's episode, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, on Amazon. And if you want to dive even deeper into the world of entrepreneurship, I suggest you sign up for my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy.com. Also, you can support this podcast by leaving me a positive review and also by visiting patreon.com slash strap on your boots to become a member and get bonus material. See you in next week's episode.